Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. How do you remember passwords? How do you do it? How do you remember passcodes, PIN numbers? Because when I ask you that question, you're probably thinking, Jim, I have 10, 20, 30, 50, over 100 account names and passcodes. I mean, just think about it. Banks, credit cards, PayPal, airlines, online courses, all your shopping, your email inboxes, your social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. How is anyone supposed to memorize 50, 100 or more unique, long, complex passwords? And so that's going to be the focus of this episode. And I want to thank you, as always, for showing up. I believe that half of success is showing up, the other half is playing full out. So I appreciate your ability to show up every single week to not only listen and download, but subscribe and share the way you are with our show. It means everything to me because we are on a mission. We are on a mission to leave no brain left behind, that we could change our world together by changing each other's brains. And that's really what it's all about. So thank you so much for sharing. Make sure you tag me and at Quick Learning, KWIK Learning each time so we could properly thank you. Now, you always hear advice on how to create a strong password. They say use letters, use numbers, make it a certain length, etc. Now, we'll cover that in this episode, but really what I want to focus on is how do you actually remember your passcodes? How do you remember your PIN numbers? How do you remember your passwords? So first of all, people ask me about password managers. Am I a fan? And I am. I talk about digital challenges and also the convenience digital devices give us. So I want to be realistic about it. You know, my challenge with some digital devices like our smartphones is that if we're reliant on it too much, our brain doesn't get the fitness and the exercise it needs to be able to thrive. And what I mean by that is if your phone keeps all your phone numbers, who wants to memorize 400, 500 phone numbers? We've lost the ability just to memorize one. Because if your phone is keeping your schedules, your to-dos, it's doing simple math for you, our brain's not getting the exercise. So we've lost the ability just to memorize a simple PIN number or password. And so I do like having a password manager. Some of you are familiar with what it is. It basically keeps uh, all your passwords in one place, helps you to generate them and also store them in one place. So you only have to create a strong master password that you can remember. And that's really what these services provide you. And so if you need to use those, then there are services like LastPass, like Dashlane, like KeyPass, 1Password. We'll list them in the show notes. Many of you have joined our Quick Brain community, our private Facebook group. And also, if you go there, there are links to all the show notes. So we'll put links there for you because it is important because this is your whole identity and you don't want your online identity stolen in any way. And so I do like those kind of services and I would recommend them, but you still need to be able to memorize that password as well as other passwords that you might not include in that service. So I'm going to give you four techniques, four really quick techniques. The first one is acrostics. 
and you're familiar with acrostics, you probably used them back in school. Uh, acrostic is like a poem or a sentence where the first letter of each word uh, spells out some kind of message for you um, that you need to be able to remember. So for example, maybe when you're creating your passwords, because you obviously have the ability to create a unique password for yourself, you could do something like this. T-F-H-I-E-L-I-W-3-9-5-S-B or whatever, some kind of long randomized password. What you could do is just remember a sentence like, the first house I ever lived in was 395 Smith Boulevard, period. The rent was $700 per month. And so you could turn that into that password by using the first digits of each word. So your password would be that. It would be capital T, F, H, capital I, E, L, I, W, 395 S, B, period, capital T, R, W, number sign, 7 for 700, and then PM for per month. And that's a really strong password. What is that, like 21 digits? And you just need to remember two simple sentences, so it's way easier to remember. The first house I ever lived in was 395 Smith Boulevard. The rent was $700 per month, and then you have it. That's an example of an acrostic. You could do it again, taking a sentence like, I once drank 17 cups of coffee before realizing it was decaf. Like, I don't think anyone's ever said that phrase before, <laughs> just like they haven't probably said the other one. And using just the first letter of each word with a capital, it creates I, capital I, O, D, 17, C, O, C, B, R, W, D. And that's just the first letter of each word in that sentence. So you only have to be able to memorize one sentence. I once drank 17 cups of coffee before realizing it was decaf. Okay, so that's the first thing that you could do. The second thing, and I'll go through these quick, is using your imagination. Using your imagination. Einstein said imagination is more powerful than knowledge. And so this technique uses strange or humorous visuals that you could relate to, let's say, a number. And this is especially good for pin numbers. So to remember a pin, let's say 0468, you might imagine a four-year-old driving a car, and maybe there's a terrified 68-year-old in the passenger seat, all right? So you have 04, the four-year-old, driving a car, and maybe in the passenger seat is a 68-year-old passenger, and so that you have it, 0468. And you could use examples that really fit what you would remember best. The third technique for memorizing passwords is association, association. And what do I mean by that? You assign numbers to pictures, things that you could picture and you connect those together. Maybe you're picturing, let's say, a pin number for your ATM machine is 2377. And so you might think of a basic association, 23, you might think of Michael Jordan, right? So maybe Michael Jordan, whose jersey was 23, is wearing, a, let's say, a pair of earrings that are shaped in the number seven. And so you have Michael Jordan, which is 23. He has his jersey, so this is 23. And he's wearing earrings. And he's wearing a pair of earrings that each are a seven, so it's seven, seven. Two, three, seven, seven. The key here is to make the PIN number or the password personally meaningful to you. Because when it becomes meaningful to you, you have more connections to it. And all learning is connecting something you wanna know to something you already know. Let me say that again. 
all learning is connecting something external that you want to know to something internal that you already know. So let's say you know Michael Jordan is number 23 and you know that you know the number seven, seven, seven can look like a pair of earrings and then you connect them together in an association and that's what learning is. And the fourth way of memorizing passwords or PIN numbers is the use of story. Before we had technology, before we even had a printing press, people would pass on memories of generations and personal history around campfires by telling what? By telling stories. Stories and parables are one of the best ways to teach. One of the reasons why is because it makes things memorable. So you're building a mental story through images that could help make arbitrary strings of, let's say, numbers or letters more memorable. And the stories can be realistic or they could be just strange. They don't have to make any sense because often it's the things that are different and novel that we actually pay attention to. Because here's why it works. Because if you're at, let's say, the ATM machine and you forget what a password is or a PIN number, let's say it's a four-digit PIN number, you forget what it is, you have no recourse. If you don't remember it or you didn't write it down, you have no way like, of where to start. But here is really simple. You could just take this story and use that previous technique called association and associate it to the ATM machine. So for example, let's say your PIN number for the ATM machine is 1712. And we know the images, the ultimate tip, turn into picture. Tip, T-I-P turn into picture because we tend to remember what we see just like we remember people's faces and we forget what we hear which is the name so if you tend to remember what you see then try seeing what you want to remember so imagine you're going to the atm machine and you forget but this time you're like what was going on with the atm machine oh well it was what was it doing it was spitting out um, instead of cash it was spitting out magazine and what was the magazine about eggs so you have that mental image for you. So next time you go to the ATM machine, you think about, oh, what's coming out instead of money? Magazine, what was the magazine about? Eggs, what's my pin number? Magazine, 17, eggs, 12, and then you have the knowledge. Now here's the thing, even when they don't work, they still tend to work because it gets you to focus on the thing that you need to memorize. And so you have that really unique awareness where you're focusing on what you need to, turning it into a picture, for example, and you're more likely to remember it because you're putting your focus and concentration on it. The other thing about these techniques are they are a means to an end. A means to an end. What do I mean by that? Once your true memory knows that your passcode is 82B1712, then the pictures disappear. Let me say that again. Once your mind knows the true information, which is the password, the technique itself disappear because it's only a means to an end. It was only to get you there. And then after you're there, it disappears. What I want you to do is be able to overcome what I call the six second syndrome. The six second syndrome. When you learn something brand new, you have six seconds to do something with that information. Otherwise, what happens? It's lost, right? And so this allows you to capture the information and create something that becomes memorable for you. So what I want you to do as your homework assignment is this. First of all, I want you, as you're going through your passwords, is use one of these techniques to help you to either create a new password that's memorable, because some people suggest you should change it on a regular basis. Use it to change your passwords to something that's memorable. So work backwards from 
the acrostic or work backwards from your imagination or use work backwards from the association you're creating or the story and then create passwords that become memorable. And if you like to use a password manager, then go to the show notes and get one of those links to either LastPass or Dashlane or KeePass or 1Password or one of those services that help you to be able to streamline it and keep you protected. And so if you do share this, share your biggest aha. And you could take a screenshot of this podcast. You could post it on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Make sure you tag us in it and share your biggest aha and how it's working for you. And thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.